Okay, and we're back here again at Woodbridge High School. And we want to go right into just asking just if you can give us a rundown on your involvement, your interest in education, just in general, you know, some of the accomplishments that you're proud of as being a board member for Woodbridge School District. Sure. Well, I've been a professional educator for 35 years. 23 of those were, were in the classroom and 12 were at the, the Delaware Department of Education. And so this is my first year on the school board. And I'm excited to be, I'd like to be the teacher voice, the voice that are great people, but they don't have that education background. So I want to bring that voice and represent the teachers on our school board. It will certainly give me a good place to start to, to do that and to be able to understand what teachers are going through. That's excellent. And I know that was the topic of a lot of uh, when you were running, a lot of people were happy that they were going to be represented by somebody that was familiar with teachers and education in the classroom. And that was a big asset. And I know that was really important to a lot of the teachers too at that yes. time. So that was great. So that's nice. Can you give us a little bit of information about when you graduated, your high school experience, and who was your favorite teacher and why? Um, well, I am a Woodbridge High School graduate. We had 98 in our class at the time, uh, and and I enjoy, you know I look back on high school as being a great certainly a great time. My favorite teacher would be Mrs. Handy, Mrs. Dolores Handy. She was my home economics teacher. I went on to get uh, do my undergraduate work in home economics, and 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 so she she was a great influence on that. I think that part of what made her a great teacher was that everything she taught was very relevant to what we were doing, and it just made sense to me. Used to have a scholarship here in her honor. Oh, wow. Nice. There's a lot of names that I'm not familiar with. This is not my home base from growing up. So it's interesting. The only way I know about learning about some of the things in the faculty in the past is talking to other people. So that's great. That's so, and I, it works out pretty well because in December we interviewed an alumni from Woodbridge High School. It was the owner of Allspan mm -hmm. and we were scrambling to find somebody for January. <clears throat> so I think it was fate that we got you in here doing both exactly. the alumni and the uh, school board oh, members. That works out pretty good. So I'm glad that worked out. <laughs> Either what gave you the courage to do that or what gave you the confidence to do that as a field of interest in your, you know, in your academics and your career? Yeah, well, when I graduated from high school, teaching was last on my list. I didn't want anything to do with teaching. I had more important things to do than deal with a bunch of squirrely teenagers. <laughs> my my degree was in home economics. My minor was in communications, and I was gonna I was gonna travel the world, do cooking shows and demonstrations and 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 that kind of thing. And so after I graduated from high from college, I got married, and I and I started substituting just to earn some extra cash, and found that I really enjoyed being in the classroom. So I I returned to get my credentials. And and have been was I just figured they'd haul me out of my classroom in a casket. I had planned to be there forever. I enjoyed, I loved being with kids. I loved being in classroom. I loved teaching. So one of the greatest things. But it was a challenge to go back. I had a I had a newborn baby when I student taught, and so you know I was up at six o'clock. I had a load of dirty diapers in the wash before school, and so it took a little. You know, it was, it was a little bit of a challenge, but certainly worth everything it took. Was it a difficult transition going from the classroom and then eventually became part of the Department of Education? Was that a hard decision to make? or It was a very hard decision to make. And and it actually came down to, you know, we you know, I sat down and pros and the cons. And and ultimately, the main the decision came to, here's what I can get in retirement. You know, it was really a financial yeah. thing. And it just outweighed, you know, and an opportunity to take what, we were doing at Woodbridge and our career and tech ed programs, which were like 
top notch and to really take that and and be able to lead that and spread that across the state hmm. was was exciting yeah that's exciting that's a new like a new twist or chapter yes. to be able to apply it so that's pretty cool yeah and and as i when i first started at the department it was interesting a, a lot of schools would say we want what woodbridge has oh. we want mm-hmm. you can you help us get what woodbridge has and, and i always used to think oh I want to run home and tell them like <laughs> everybody wants what we have. You know? What journey in those transitions through different career steps that you made, who would you look back as saying that would be your main support? I'd probably say it was my mother and and some of the a lot of the community of the older, especially older, like myself, would know my mother. She was the school nurse here at the high school for many years. And when I was named the Delaware Teacher of the Year in 2004. That was a Tuesday night, I remember, and we had buried mom on the Sunday before. So it's always it's always a bittersweet reminder to me of of who got you there and how you got there. And the two always go hand in hand. Yeah. You know, I can't think of one without the other. Mm, that's nice. That's nice. It's bittersweet. You're right. Yeah. What did can you think of any setbacks that you might have experienced and what did you learn from those? You know, if I've just been very blessed. The, the Lord has just blessed our family and and we've had very few setbacks. You know, most families have, you know, there's all kinds of things, but we've not really had those terrible setbacks. I think what, you know, a lot of our community now is just, I can't imagine how those would impact you. So so I, I have few, I don't even really have anything to complain about, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that's nice. Yeah, no, that's nice. When you put in retrospect and you know that other people are yeah. dealing with a lot of things that puts your own life in perspective, yep. I think so. Yeah. Can you recall any unusual or unexpected experiences that maybe supported your growth as you were moving through the different, you know, parts of your career? I was thinking back on that and <laughs> and and so I ended up driving the bus with a sophomore junior class fundraiser i think we went to the monster mile to clean up after a race as nascar race and i had to drive the bus on the monster mile so the woodbury school bus down on the monster mile and we're leaning i didn't understand about embankments and so i was sure the school bus was going to roll over but we kept on and so you know, when i look back on that you know now i think oh, i had to drive a school bus on the monster mile like there aren't too many people that can say they've done it so that was probably one of you know outside the classroom that was just really a fun, a memory that I have that, yeah. you know, the kids yelling and screaming yeah. and, and we're just, you know. That's the, pretty cool. Yeah. That's but most cool. of, I think most of those really cool experiences for me came outside of the traditional, the traditional classroom setting. Yeah. And I think it's interesting how they go in hand in hand because, you know, a lot of the personalities in school and makes it even sometimes more fun or, you know, just more extended outside the classroom, knowing the student, but it's a different setting and it's mm-hmm. just, it's always interesting, I think. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it's kind of a good experience that both. Yes. Yeah. So from the time that you've entered, especially with the education as your field to the current day, what were some of the significant changes that you've seen occurring in say education? I think that the, there's been a lot of changes, tremendous changes, some good, I would say probably most not so good. Mm-hmm. Biggest one for me, I think, is that the profession is less valued. Um, teachers are not held in high regard um, as they should be. Um, and, and we kind of have this perception that that um, anybody anybody can teach, you know, if you know the subject you can teach. And we know we know that is anything but true. And and COVID has really um, Though I think, hopefully, COVID has taught us that that 
the work of a teacher. It can't be done by a computer. It can't be done by a robot. It can't sit in front of a TV. It has to be a live person. We have to have teachers um, and we have to have good teachers. And in order to have good teachers, we have to value them. And that's not just a financial value. It's a, it's a respect um, and a taking care of them. And so I'm, I'm excited to see a lot of the work that's happening now to really raise the the income of the profession to rate, you know, we're looking at, at growing our own programs and all of those things that, that I think are going to really impact education. So, so instead of education being what I'll do, if everything else doesn't work out for me, education will be my first choice because I, I want to make a change and I will be valued by my community. Mm-hmm. Yep. That it's like that striving for prestige, you know, and what comes with that mm-hmm. with being a teacher. That's awesome. All the things that you've accomplished, what do you would say is maybe one of the greatest challenges and how you overcame it? I think the greatest challenge to me is keeping the faith, if you will, on that just sometimes it's very easy to get down and go, oh, forget it. This is, it's just not, you know, and then something will happen that'll, you know, the Lord will kind of slap me around a little bit and and get me back in line Mm -hmm. that, you know, yeah, this is worth the fight. This is worth this is worth the work, um, and so that that staying focused. And, and the older I get, um, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, you're retired. Why don't you just, you know, go lay by the beach or you know, sit by the pool?" It's like, hmm, I don't I don't do nothing very well. I'm not good at nothing. And what aspects, um, as far as a high school or a college student, would you say? What skills and experiences do they need to say be further involved in? a career in education, uh, teaching, even school board member, what kind of things based on what you've learned and what you've gathered along the way, would you say are essential for that? I think one of the things that we don't teach is how to listen, how to listen to understand. Um, we, we teach kids to debate, you know, come back with a quick retort, boom, boom. Um, but we don't teach to listen, to understand. And, and, And one of the things in teaching that you have to understand is that I may not, you know, the world hasn't learned this yet. You know, I may disagree with you, but that doesn't mean I don't need to listen and understand your perspective. And you need, in the same way, you need to listen and understand my perspective and we need to respect each other. Um, So I think if we can help people that listen to understand, not just to respond, um, and that we're all learning and we're always learning. You know, we somehow taught kids that once they walk out the door, here's your diploma, you're done. You never have to learn anything else again. No, you're still if you, learning every day. Everything is changing. We have to ins- get back to instilling in children that joy of learning. Somewhere we lost that when we, you know, good intentions through No Child Left Behind and all those other initiatives. Um, we suck the joy right out of learning and teaching. And we've, we've got to get that back. We've got to get that back first, and then everything else will fall in line. That's not great. Any time that I've ever thought about going back to school, I always remember a teacher to instill, like, wow, I love learning new things. So that carries on mm-hmm. with me, and why I want to learn more. So yeah. it's nice to be able to attribute that to somebody that's in your educational experience. Yeah. Is there anything that, looking back, you would do differently? You know, I have very few regrets. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, like everybody, I would have applied myself more. I would have paid attention. I would have done more. I would have eaten healthier. I would have, you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. But again, I've been very blessed, and and I I do have very few regrets. I think mm-hmm. I would have. It's a good way. 
I would have done it. I'd do it again. Good. That's good. We talked a little bit about this as a kind of repeat. It just is, we're wondering if you've seen the major changes in education and have you found yourself having to adapt to anything based on those changes that have been happening around you? And where we kind of have to be more respectful, I guess it that doesn't seem to make sense. It's counterintuitive to be more respectful to get respect, but that we need to really step that up and demonstrate that for students. And, and you know, it's a school board that we're respectful to our students and to our staff and to our administrators so that that, you know, that we're demonstrating that and that's coming back. Mm -hmm. you know? Makes sense, yeah. What's the best lesson you uh, you have learned? Uh, life is short. Eat dessert first. Excellent. But um, yeah, <laughs> life is short. You know, and and the older I get, uh, the the shorter it. The day, you know, everything just flies by so quickly. You know, yesterday, you know, yesterday was Christmas, and you know, it's here. It is. It's Valentine's Day, almost. So, you know, don't save the good stuff. You know, don't save the good stuff for Sunday. Like, get right there. Good, good way to live. Yeah. What wisdom would you like to pass on to others that you've acquired? Do you think that's important for them to carry with them? Um, one of the things that, you know, I love and do and I'm all about is Dr. Seuss. So I, I, I like to spend a lot more time with Seuss than I do with Shakespeare. Now, my <laughs> husband was an English teacher, so we kind of mm, not quite sure on that one. But, you know, I think it, all of the things that are really important in life that you need to know, you can learn from Dr. Seuss. So if you can do anything, spend some more time with Seuss. Be a Seuss. Be a Seuss. So what's next for you? What's, what are things coming that you're excited about or where you see yourself going to be in different positions or doing something? Well, I'm looking forward to, to continuing the work on the school board. Some, you know, my, my passion is career technical education and helping kids find their passion and then helping them support them with whatever they need to, to live that passion. And so I, I really am looking at that. I'm, I had the opportunity to write the teacher when I was at the department to, to write the teacher academy, work with the teacher academy program of study. And so I really want to see that at Woodbridge, like really take off and be um, a model um, for the state and, and look at some ways that we can really grow our own program. We go out and recruit teachers from across the country and to come to Bridgeville. And it's like, we have great kids right here. Like, let's grow these kids. This, there's our next great group of teachers. And, and as teachers, we're not good at, at finding new teachers. You know, we need, as educators, we need to be looking at our students and tapping them on the shoulder and say, hey, you know what? I see something in you. You might be a really good teacher. Have you thought about that? Like, we don't do that. So we've got to be better at that. So I'm hoping that we can, you know, we can work with that. I continue my work in our church. We do a lot of, our, our church is very involved in this community. Right on the horizon, we have our, our summer camps coming up. I'll be running those again this summer. So mm -hmm. a place for kids, safe, you know, affordable place for kids to be and have a, have a great summer learning and growing and having fun. And then, as you know, lots of things in the community, apple scrapple and, yeah. you know, Christmas and all of that. So you're, what's the name of your church in Bridgeville? Union Methodist Church. And because you're, your church is the one that I believe we have a baccalaureate. Yes, we do you. have a baccalaureate. Yep. And I remember that's a really nice dinner after like yeah. they have a sit down and that's a very nice service that yes. we have there. So that's pretty awesome to have that just something yeah. right in our town. So it's important, <laughs> you know, I think it's important as our, at our church, you know, to be, you know, we it's all got to go together. We doesn't school doesn't start here and stop and church come here and stop and 4-H comes here and co-on. Like we're all together. It's, we're Bridgeville. We're all together and we've got to um, 
use. There's so much talent in this community, so much talent that's wasted. We got to figure out how to put that together and just really, really get that going. Yeah, I agree. That's great. Well, thank you for sharing your experience oh, with you. us. Yeah, it's nice to be able to talk with everybody that's our board members when there's not yeah. a special occasion necessarily, like an election or something. But it's it's nice to be able to. We want to try to open the channels of communication more between our school and between our students and between board members. So it's not just a position. It's yeah. we have experiences that we can share with each other, help each other as we're yeah. going and I, I I love being in schools. I like I like to be out and see what's going on and you know so that I'm not a stranger in a building. I want to be, oh, yeah, yeah. on the board. Come on in, you know? Yeah, well, we appreciate <laughs> you taking the time to be able to be visible and be transparent with everybody. It's nice to have you be a part of the board with the experiences you've had, especially with Woodbridge High School. It's great. So that's definitely an asset for our school. 